Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ask Jamin. I am Nikki Willis, and... I'm Jamin Willis. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, today's question is, what if I can't pay my mortgage? Now, before we get into the episode, we, the Willis team, just want to tell everyone um, that we are praying with and for you um, our hearts are with those who are being affected. Um, our hearts and prayers go out to those who are on the front line and to those who are still serving and um, those who um, are in the hospitals and um, those who are recovering. So um, we know that this quarantine has been going on for quite some time. We feel your pain, but we will get through this together. Okay, so babe this can be a very sensitive subject um you know a very embarrassing subject for some as well but um there are so many people being affected by COVID-19 um that we needed to address this and Mm -hmm. I know that um you know the federal government has you know put out or issued statements about you know loans and mortgages and rent and things like that but it can kind of get confusing right Mm -hmm. so um so that is the big question that we have for you um what if i can't pay my mortgage yep so um if you are struggling paying your mortgage right now or you're concerned about what if you can't pay your mortgage in the future Mm -hmm. um i kind of wanted to give uh some options and some things that you can do. Um, This isn't the time to uh, panic and do something uh, in a haste. Um, And it's uh, proactive things that you can do. And uh, if it's not the time for it, at least you know what to do in the future if you um, should have to uh, take advantage of these options and things that you can do. Um, So... um, what I wanted to do is kind of a lot of information today. Um, I just kind of wanted to go over the options if you can't pay your mortgage um, right now or if you are concerned about not being able to pay your mortgage in the future. Um, like we said before, we don't have a crystal ball. We don't 100% know what's going to happen. Yeah. Um, but like in the case of 2008, 2009, it just caught a lot of us off guard to yeah. where we didn't know what to do. We didn't have enough time to prepare. We didn't have enough time to adjust. And so it affected a lot of uh, people. It affected a lot of us um, and had a negative effect on us. Um, so, you know, this time around, if we have a big change in the real estate market, if we have a big change in the economy, mm-hmm. um, we want to provide uh, solutions and options for people and things that they can do for uh, their particular situation. Um, So the biggest thing going on right now is the mortgage forbearance. So the governor of Nevada, uh, all the governors in the different states have basically said that there's, um, uh, you know, mortgage companies and service companies aren't uh, foreclosing on people right now, no evictions. Yeah, not turning um, off lights. Yeah, not, not turning, turning off, off lights, um, which is good. Yeah. Um, but we want to give you details specifically for homeowners because the whole forbearance thing can yeah. be confusing. Yeah. Um, so a lot of people think that, okay, but there's a forbearance going on. I don't have to pay my mortgage for three months or six months, whatever mm-hmm. the mortgage company says. 
but there are uh, different layers and different options to that. Yeah. So I wanted to go over the whole forbearance thing and the different options and what you should ask for and what you should um, request that your mortgage company do for you. Okay. Um, so basically a forbearance is a time period where you aren't required to make payments. Um, the minimum that I've seen so far is three months and I've seen uh, particular mortgage companies, some particular states that being all the way up to six months okay. where people don't have to make a payment. So a, forba a forbearance is a time period where you aren't required to pay your mortgage, but there's three different options to that. So the okay. first one is, let's say your mortgage payment is $1,000 per month and you do a forbearance, but if you just say I need a forbearance and you don't specify anything else, after that period is over, they say, okay, yeah, we'll give you a three months uh, forbearance. Mm. After that three month period is over, you now owe three thousand mm. so dollars. So you didn't kind have of to, like a balloon. Yeah, so you didn't have to okay. make your mortgage payment of a thousand dollars for three months. Mm -hmm. But after that period is over, then you owe that amount. Okay. Wow. Um, now, if you can do that, because after three months, after the um, uh, what do we call it? The, the, pandemic, the pandemic and the quarantine over. is over and you're back to work and you can pay that balance or it gives you enough time to catch up. Yeah. Cool. But if you can't, if you can't pay $1,000 and in three months you have to pay $4,000, that may be a challenge. Yeah. Um, so you want to contact your mortgage company and um, request a forbearance. So that's the first option. Okay. Um, I think that's the first the biggest thing that you want to look out for because a lot of people aren't aware or they don't know if you just say I need a forbearance, that's the default thing they're going to give people to do. Okay. Okay. Um, the second thing that you can do is you can request that the forbearance amount be spread out over a predetermined time period. Um, so for example, again, a thousand dollars per month is your mortgage payment and your forbearance amount is three thousand because it was three months mm -hmm. um they take that and spread it over let's say 12 months okay so 12 months so a thousand dollar payment is what you're normally paying and then you add the forbearance amount and spread that over 12 months so your payment goes from being a thousand dollars per month to a thousand uh, two hundred fifty dollars per month okay and so for some people if you are already mm. struggling paying your mortgage or yeah. your budget is tight that may not be affordable for you. Mm -hmm. um, so that's something that you kind of want to consider and uh, see if you if, if that's something that you can do. Okay. Um, the third option is uh, the forbearance amount or the amount that you're behind can be placed at the end of your loan. Okay. So I'll give you an example with that. I'll just keep the numbers the same. $1,000 mortgage payment. Let's say they gave you a forbearance for three months mm -hmm. and you have, let's say that you just closed on the house just to make it real simple. You just closed on the house last month. So you still have a 30 year mortgage. Yeah. So you, instead of having a 30 year mortgage, you'll have a, a 30 mm. year and three months. Okay. Yes. Mortgage. Yeah. Um, so they'll put it on the end of the loan. So 30 years down the road, you're not, it's not really affecting you. Right now, it just extends the time period that you have a mortgage. Okay. Um, in my opinion, that's the best option. 
um, because it doesn't make you have a lump sum payment due right. when that uh, forbearance period is over. And, and it doesn't increase. increase your monthly payment when right. you're already having problems. That's the whole thing of um, loans and debt and things like that. If you can't pay the amount that you need, how can you pay the amount that you need plus interest? Yeah. Um, so the, the, the best option is to request that your mortgage company put the forbearance amount at the end of the loan. Okay. That way you don't have a higher mortgage payment. And you don't have to come up with a lump sum payment when that three months or six months period over. is over. Okay. Um, so that's what the forbearance is. Um, you know, when you're listening to this podcast, um, starting next week, we're going to offer help for people who need help contacting their mortgage company and negotiating uh, this forbearance and what's the best option for them. Um, but that's how the whole forbearance works out. So if you're affected right now, what you can do right now is the whole forbearance thing. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that I want to go over is um, if you can't pay your mortgage, another thing that you can do is consider selling your house. Consider putting your house on the market and go ahead and selling your house. Mm -hmm. um, so this is not something that I'm telling you to do. Um, because oh my gosh, it's about to be doom and gloom, and everything's right. about to be yeah. bad. This is not panic, or, right? Hey, we're realtors; we can get you to list your house. You know, um, for some people, go ahead and selling your house um, may be the best option. And here's why: okay. um, the first reason is if you have equity in your house and you lost your job, or you had to close your small business owner, and you had to close your business. If you have equity in your house, mm -hmm. and if you can sell your house and have a nice cushion or a savings while yeah. all these things are going on, um, you know, in your particular situation in this economy, mm -hmm. um, it can provide you with savings mm -hmm. so you will have a cushion that you can live off of, you can pay off debt, yeah. um, and things Very like true. that. So um, another thing that you might want to do if you're having trouble paying your mortgage is consider selling your home, especially if you have equity in your home, because you can take that money and use that to, um, you know, basically tide you over and so you can figure things out. Yeah. Um, the second thing that you can do is you can sell your home because you might have needed to downsize anyway. You have a five-bedroom home because you have four kids and they're all gone, but you just didn't sell your house because yeah. uh, the market was good and things like that and appreciation. You can downsize to a smaller house um, and have a lower payment. You know, So if you're having trouble making your mortgage payments, you're not really... Uh, you know, needing a big, huge house anymore, now right. may be the perfect time for you to downsize, even if you're not affected right now. Just lower your mortgage payments to tighten things up to provide um, more expendable income on a monthly basis. On a monthly basis, mm -hmm. is to downsize to something uh, smaller. Um, another thing you can do is you can sell your house and rent. You know, you don't have to do maintenance. You don't have so to uh, handle repairs. And you also may be able to lower your payment. Also, if you sell your house and rent a condo or, you know, um, rent a house. Mm -hmm. um, so that option two is to consider selling your house. Um, you know, that is, you have to look at your particular situation and see if that's the best thing for you. Right. Um, and so the other options I want to go over are 
so you don't have to sell your house or you really don't if all, if at all possible you don't you have to sell. sell your house yeah. if at all possible you don't want to sell your house that I don't want people to think that that's the only option that they have so um, is to sell their house um, another option and this is what a lot of people here in Las Vegas took advantage of here is when we had the uh, real estate market crash in 2008 is a lot of people instead of doing a short sale instead of selling their house and instead of getting foreclosed on is they opted to rent their house out mm -hmm. um, so another option that you can do is you can rent your house out so let me kind of go over the reasons why you would do that and some of the uh, pros of renting your house out. Mm -hmm. So one of the reasons is you can rent your house out is you can rent your house out and you can return to your house. So if things are bad for you right now, you know, things go up and down in our individual lives. Yeah. Things go up and down in our economy and things go up and down in uh, the real estate market. Mm -hmm. So you can rent your property out and if you rent it out, you may be not in your house right now but you can mm -hmm. return to your house when your particular situation improves or the numbers work out the real estate market changes so you can rent your house out for a certain time period but you can return to your house if you don't sell it because you know you may need to rent it out for a year or two years and but you can return to the house when the situation changes so um that's actually a great option um instead of just you know selling your house because you can't pay a mortgage for one month or even you know several months right and that's a, that's an interesting option as well because like you said you know right now these forbearances are going three maybe six months mm -hmm. and if you're still in that vulnerable time period where you're not able to um you know being able to rent your house out you know after these forbearances are over you know uh credit mm -hmm. begins to be affected so yep. renting your house out would be a really good option so that it wouldn't hurt your credit yep yeah yep and that's just another thing too is the whole um credit thing is that you don't take the the hits to where you're trying to figure stuff out mm -hmm. and while you're trying to figure stuff out you're yeah. getting 30 day late payments on your credit right. you're affecting your credit and, and your credit history with the mortgage company versus if you rent your house out you aren't taking those hit those hits um, with your credit, so yeah, that's yeah. a very good point. Um, to uh, it provides a shelter, mm -hmm. so you don't affect your credit in a negative way. So yeah. um, you may not be able to pay your mortgage, but that tenant can. Yes, very <laughs> you know, true. So, um, very true. Yeah, so and, and a lot of times, not only pay the mortgage, but you know above and beyond. So you may go from a situation to where you may not be able to pay your mortgage and you rent it out, you get that mortgage cover and you get, you know, several hundred dollars or yeah, depending right. on your market, Rental you income. know, yeah, yeah, income to help you pay for your living expenses or additional income, you know, wherever else that you uh, choose to go. Mm -hmm. So um, renting your house out, it also provides a, uh, uh, you're able to ride these rough times out, mm -hmm. you know, and I've seen that here, you know, when we moved to Las Vegas, uh, last year I did research and I looked at people who uh, sold their home mm -hmm. and I looked at the disparities in the prices and it was like people you know doubled their equity from yeah. 2009 up until 2020 so yes. if you rent the property out you ride the rough times out because like I said now that you know 
we've been in this business for a long time. We see the waves and the cycles. And when it's bad, you think, oh, doom and gloom. But it's going to go it back will up. Return. Yes. Yeah, so it you can will rent return. your property out. So even if the market just collapses like it did in 2008-2009, and it'll cause you to be upside down, but eventually it's going to go back up and you're going to be right side up. So, yeah, you know, e yeah, so even like last week I was looking at the statistics of like 62% of homeowners were underwater in Las Vegas back in 2009. 62%. Yeah, yeah. And so now it's like, you know, less than, you know, 5% yeah. or 6% right now. Yeah. Um, so renting your house out, you ride the rough times out. You let the market correct itself. You yeah, let your equity in your home go back out. Yeah. And, you you know, you're back in a good um, place instead of selling your property. Mm -hmm. um, and you're able to let the market kind of correct itself. So it gives you time to ride the rough times out. Good. Yep. Um, so the last option is uh, you're having problems paying your mortgage. You can't pay your mortgage. You know, you may still have good credit and things like that. Another thing that you can do, and this is also a preventative measure. Okay. Haven't been affected right now, but you may in the future, you may in the near future. Another thing is you want to consider refinancing your property. Okay. So if you have a 30-year mortgage, uh, consider refinancing to a 15-year mortgage. Okay. So here's why. When you be, you're in debt for 30 years, you go from being in debt for 30 years to mm. being in debt for 15 years. With a 15-year mortgage, every payment that you're making, mm -hmm. you're paying more towards the principal. principal. Mm -hmm. So you're paying the house off more every month. So not only are you shortening the time period that you have a mortgage, every month you're paying more towards the principal. Um, another reason that you want to consider a uh, refinancing um, is to lower the rate. So you pay a lower interest rate. So in more times than not, it lowers your monthly payment. Yes. Um, and with a 15-year mortgage, you, they normally give you a lower interest rate than a 30-year mortgage. Okay. So you're paying less interest, and it typically lowers your mortgage payment period. Okay. So look at doing a 15-year, if you're refinancing, look at doing a 15-year. The numbers may not work. It may make the payment go up higher because you're spreading, you know, that dollar amount over 15, 15 years versus 30. 30. Yeah. That's why they give you a lower interest rate. But sometimes you can afford it, um, and, and that's the best option. Sometimes the numbers mm -hmm. just don't work out. But uh, if you refinance, you want to refinance to lower interest. That's the biggest reason to refinance. Not too many people have adjustable rate mortgages anymore. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that's like pre-2008, 2009, unless it's like a investment property or something uh, commercial or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, but refinance to get a lower interest rate, and a lower interest rate equals a lower mortgage payment. Um, and then refinancing from a 30-year to a 15-year um, allows you to pay, pay more to principal. principal. Yeah. Paying off debt more often. So, mm. I know that was a lot of information. That is. Um, but but this is good. So, so let me just go over all these mm -hmm. again. Yep. So, okay. So, um, if you can't pay your mortgage right now, you have options. So, that's what options. we, we yep. want to communicate first. You've got options. The first option is a forbearance. Mm -hmm. um, within those options... We know that banks kind of have three options floating around, and we want you to be educated 
um, in knowing what your options are and what you can talk to your bank about. So mm -hmm. the first one is kind of that, that balloon payment where they um, will give you that forbearance, but at the end of that forbearance, the total amount is due. Right. Number two um, is where they take that forbearance and they spread it across a certain period of time, mm -hmm. making your payments a little higher. Yep. Number three, which is the one that you recommend, um, is taking that forbearance and putting it at the end of the loan. So, yeah. like you said, if it's a 30-year mortgage, mm -hmm. then it's 30 years plus whatever the forbearance time was. So it might be 30 years plus three months or six months. Exactly. The um, second option is possibly consider selling your home. Mm -hmm. um, and because if there's equity in it, um, you know, you can kind of use that as a savings and as a cushion in this crazy time we have. We kind of don't know what's, um, you know, what's to come day by day. So having right. that um, is an option. Um, number three, you said to rent the property out. So yep. if you can't sell, um, you, uh, turning your property into an income property, um, it saves you from being foreclosed on and with the credit issue, um, you know, and it also gives you uh, the time to ride the rough way, ride the rough ways. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then lastly, um, you can refinance. An option could be to refinance to maybe a shorter 15-year mortgage with a lower interest rate. Um, and with those payments, you're paying more on your principal. Yeah. And so also with the refinancing, um, now is a good time to consider doing that now because the mm. rates are still very low right now. Mm. So mm -hmm. if they raise rates because changes happen with lending or if the economy does take a big shift mm -hmm. rates may change i see so that's mm -hmm. uh why refinancing now is a uh option that you want to look at now because rates are low right now good that's so good okay so um you've heard it straight from jamin that's why this is asked jamin um that's why that you've been in this business for over 21 years and if you need help if you're in the las vegas area and you need help um, or just kind of want to talk through your options a little bit more, you can reach us at thewillisteamlb.com. You can also email us at thewillisteamlb at gmail.com. Well, this has been another episode of Ask Jameen. Again, I'm Nikki Willis and... I'm Jameen Willis. And we will see you guys soon. Again, hearts and prayers are with you all. And if you need help or assistance, just go ahead and send us an email at the Willis team, LV at gmail.com. Take care. Bye. Bye. -bye.